Yo, it's your boy Marlon Joseph coming to you for the fourth episode of the Ratchet Dashikis. Gentlemen, it's getting serious out here with that coronavirus, man. People are getting, lines are still full. I went to the store today. I was able to actually get some toilet paper, some extra. Uh, but it was some greedy folks, but we won't go into that. You know, people handle things differently than others. But I just want to come to you because this message is mostly for my SYSBM brothers and my Edmore brothers, um, MGTOW too. I notice that when you start talking to your black red pillars, you make comments like, you don't see the white guys doing that, or you don't see the Asian girls or the Asian people or the white ladies. And I find that all to be a bunch of hypocrisy. Most degenerate things and positive things that you learn in this country, you learn through white culture. You go to white schools, you talk by white people, you look at white TV. So to say that we are somehow who living in the same culture dominated by white people that other people are living in, and that somehow, some way that we have just inherently fallen short and just are due vagabonds and deviants is, is beyond me. It's hypocrisy. It's actually, in my opinion, a form of white supremacy. Or at least a remnant of the white supremacy that still remains in the relearned black red pill leader. And what I mean by that is you're basically pushing the narrative that it is all our fault. And that we're totally responsible for everything that goes on. And that other people don't suffer these indignities because they have personal self-motivation and fortitude. and They're intuitive. And I find that to be demonstrously inaccurate. Completely racist against your own people. Let me tell you something, black men. If you look at, in context, and we, like you said, we'll mention this word a lot. What you've gone through with the limited resources that you have compared to other people, that makes you downright remarkable. So, of course, they're going to polarize when we commit crime. They're going to polarize the rapes. But they also polarize now all those men who are innocent. Those same men that were polarized by Donald Trump in, in the uh, Central Park case or the same men who were polarized by some local news company as a basketball player and got, who raped a white girl. And then 15, 20, even 30 years later, man, 30 years of these men's lives is gone. And you tell me that I don't see white people doing derogatory things. I don't see white people messing their money up. I didn't just see Jeff Bezos get played out of half of his billions by a female, a white female at that. Donald Trump didn't get hit by two of them. Your own president has two baby mamas. Come on, man. Y'all got to stop saying that. It's enough PTSD on black men to feel hopeless by the time they're five years old. Studies have shown that racism has pretty much been classified in the child's mind and where he stands in society in society by the time he is five years old. So there's and not a that's not couple being most of us taught by women at home and in the schools. And yet we still continue to see black billionaire men 
black businessmen, more black men are going to college, starting their own businesses. No, they don't talk about us as much as black women because we don't vote, and rightfully so. There's nothing in it for us, so I understand why you don't vote, and I'm not going to tell you to vote until they show me something tangible for black men. But I said all that to say, I do appreciate the leaders. I appreciate the Jason Blacks. I appreciate the um, O'Shea Jacksons. Uh, I appreciate everything those guys are trying to do. Uh, Mel Enlightenment, Solo TV 84, if I say that right, those guys. But I want to see more of us, them guys, those men and myself included, showing you how we get money and how to network in the world. Because talking about the ills is cool, but that's just us polarizing our own polarizing our own polarization, man. We're polarizing our own polarization, and that just makes us a bunch of feminine cackles, in my opinion. But no, I'm not to be compared, and you're not to be compared to any race of men. They are not us. They don't have our struggles. We don't have their struggles, and they are not doing anything better than us except for being propped up by a system that allows them to make a plethora of mistakes and that holds you accountable for every thing you do, even if it's unbeknownst to you what you've done. So I really think we should move that out of our lexicon that we don't see white people do that because I live in Toluca Lake, California. It's a very white neighborhood, very, very nice neighborhood. People love it, you know? It's one of those where liberal races say, oh, that's a nice neighborhood, which means, oh, how did your black ass live in a white neighborhood? That's what they really say. But that's liberal racism compared to conservative racism. Being from the Midwest, I know both. So, but I see murders in Beverly Hills. I see shootings. I see domestic violence in these nice homes. They just don't make the news because that's bad for business and they have a little more power. And this is why I don't really subscribe to Red Pill as much. I, I take it with a grain of salt as part of something that's in... It's appropriate for certain type of females. You definitely need that. And it's appropriate in a lot of things with female nature. But I don't really take it to heart like I have an enemy with females. Because my enemy is white supremacy. And white supremacy is still dominated by men. And since white females are just as big a culprit and they love power, they're going to keep these men in power. And that's another thing, SYSBM, I don't understand. Why are you preaching to go your own way to a white girl. To me, you sound like some undercover Chris Lincoln and an undercover um, that girl from Seattle. I don't remember her name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all some undercover swirlers, man. Y'all really some undercover sellouts because I don't hear none of you say go to Ghana. Have you? I want you guys to hashtag Ghanaian women on Instagram and look at how ladylike these women wear dresses. Okay, you ain't none of you niggas seen a woman in a dress in probably weeks if if you live in a major city and she's not going to work. You rarely see that in America. Our women wear tights and, and um, Lululemons all day, especially in California and Miami. Oh God, bless us. But check those women out. They don't tell you to go to Ethiopia or, or Madagascar or South Africa and get a feminine black woman. That's where the Chinese men are going. Imagine if a Chinese man can go to Africa and get a submissive black woman. What the hell are you trying to go to Europe for? Y'all twisted in the mind sometime, man. Y'all really need to sit y'all old asses down because 
You really start to piss me off sometimes with some of the things y'all say to these young boys who are hurting. I know you're a young dude. You're 18, 21, 22. Your mama told you what to do. Your teacher told you what to do. And you're looking for some mentorship. The problem is a lot of times in the black male community, most of our mentors are fucking predators. They're a bunch of old women with penises who want to complain because they didn't live their life to the fullest. They didn't work two jobs. Trust me, man. I know guys who are my age, 40, go to work 40 hours a week, really ain't got nothing talking about they tired. They don't want to put in no extra work. They don't want to improve their appearance. A lot of y'all don't want to step your game up. A lot of y'all don't even know how to exfoliate your skin. You probably don't have products for your face. You probably don't even have a pair of T-line clippers. Like, come on, man. We have a lot of work to do on ourselves. Let's work on us. Let's, let's make sure we understand how to take care of our bodies and that don't buy cheap soap and get you some black soap or some dove or something that's going to fix you. We got a lot of problems to worry about other than being compared to white people, okay? The same people that your ancestors taught how to put on soap and you want to compare yourself to that. That's crazy. But another, but really on that swirling thing, man, y'all always telling somebody to go to Brazil, but you're not talking about no Afro-Latinas. You talk about them racist, colorist, light at Latinas who only see you as a bunch of dumb dark niggas with money. Come on, man. Like, I plan to move a crew next year. That's my goal. Crew of Ghana, which is two countries west of Nigeria, which is where most of us are from. It's only about an eight-hour car ride from Lagos, Nigeria. Two great cities, man. I've been studying a lot. A lot of black people are going over there, becoming compatriots, getting their dual citizenship, living their best life, man. But I never hear you MGTOW dudes say, or black men in particular, hey, go find you an African sister. Or a Muslim sister, even in America. When won't you brothers join a nation? You want a good feminine black woman? Join the nation. My brother Nuri Muhammad is a good friend of mine. He's second in command of the nation out of Indianapolis Mosque. Look him up online. That's Nuri N-U-R-I Muhammad. Get in touch with the nation, man. They're about entrepreneurship. They're about women. Femininity, they're about gender roles, they're about men taking care of their business. Not complaining all the time about somebody else. But we gotta take care of our business, gentlemen. And now, like I said, I do appreciate these men. I'm not here to call people out. I don't want a, a war with anybody. We don't need that. We're just building our narrative. This is part of building. This is edification. Iron shopping iron. And I'm just gonna tell you, there's nobody to compare to you, black man. You a god, you a king, man. You come through the storm. Many men have killed themselves going through lesser than us. So no, don't compare us to white men because I've seen a lot of murders and tragedy and disgusting things in society based on that. Not that I'm disrespecting anybody, but I'm just not going to let you be disrespected. So this is a light podcast, not a lot. I want you gentlemen to take care of yourselves. I want you to make sure you keep your hands washed and look after your family, check on your people. And if you do have to be on lockdown, if there's school out, you're in college or you're in high school or you're in trade or you have a service job and you're out, this is a really good time, gentlemen, to take this time to really get to know yourself, to look back on your past, to get into these computers and these phones other than Instagram and looking at booty pictures and start finding out what stocks mean because this market is going to come back. There are opportunities and these obstacles. In 2008, when the stock market crashed, I bought a couple of shares of 
Chrysler, and I should have bought like a hundred. It was only eight or nine dollars, but I I was timid at the time, first time really investing, and I made about seventy bucks off of that, and that was only sixteen dollars. So imagine if I would have put in sixteen hundred, I could have made seven thousand off of those stocks. So this is a time for us to see opportunities and the obstacles. If you're in the Midwest or you're in a place where the toilet paper is plentiful, you got a few hundred dollars. I would definitely go buy it, get online, and um, sell it to places in need and triple, quadruple your profit. They'll pay your shipping too, trust me. Um, there's an opportunity, gentlemen. This is how money is made. This is how millionaires are made. I want you to, if you get a chance, look at um, how America was built by the History Channel and look at the story of Andrew Carnegie and um, DuPont and uh, Morgan and Rockefeller, these men made opportunities to dire times. And that is what it takes. Ingenuity. And crying about things. Weeping eyes see less. We don't need weeping eyes. We need opportunist black men to continue to grow the culture, grow the narrative. But at the end of the day, it's about us. But you gentlemen be blessed. I want you to thank you for your time. This is your boy, Marla Joseph, episode four, Ratchet Dashik. It's brought to you by the Atlantis Group Media, black owned. I'll holler at you later, gentlemen. Peace.